So I, I'm going to talk about weathering the storm a little bit more this morning. And it is really interesting um, how everybody's already preached my sermon um, here this morning. But, but let's, let's go there before the Father. Lord. So can you guess what it's going to be about here? So we've been talking about weathering the storm, and the, and the idea is that if we're going to go through a storm, storms are going to come up, and either they're going to freak us out, or we're going to, they'll, they'll be, uh, they'll put us to sleep. Wouldn't it be nice if a storm just puts you to sleep? Yeah, don't you like those kind? Yeah. And those are the kinds that you're ready for, right? And so uh, we talked about it's very important about where you're, where you're residing, that you have a home that's built for it. But it's also important to know who you are, that you actually become a residence and a resident. So you invite God to come live in you, and then you choose to live in Him. Amen? We saw these things. Um, finding out who you are in Christ and not being ignorant about things. We saw last week that ignorance can kill you, Right? You can die for not knowing something. But with everything that we've been talking about already, it, there's, this, there's this understanding of we, it's necessary to become equipped, equipped with information, equipped with a relationship, equipped with a residence, equipped with an enjoying of God's presence and all these kinds of things. But all of that is worthless unless we can use it in the battlefield against the storm. What, how is our equipping activated? And it's activated by faith. It does no good to be, to have authority. And we're seeing this big time in our country today, aren't we? <laughs> it doesn't do any good to have authority if you can't impart it, if you can't use it. If it doesn't be, if it doesn't have any effect, if nobody's being told what to do because of your authority, and I can't help but think of Barney Fife. Can you? <laughs> Barney Fife had some very heavy insecurities, didn't he? It wasn't that he didn't have authority. <laughs> he just didn't. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> He couldn't believe in that authority. And so I, I remember remember the, the episode, you know, where the, the, the bullies are, are putting up a, a, a produce stand out on the edge of town where they're not supposed to. And, and uh, Andy tells him to go out there and, and tell him to leave. And he's not too successful at it because he doesn't believe. And they, they can see right through him. It's kind of like a dog, you know, a little tiny yappy dog. They can tell if you're afraid. Have you ever been afraid of a little tiny yappy dog? I've been afraid of a little tiny yappy dog, you know. Uh, but there's been times when I'm out running and, and, and a big, big yappy dog, a big, <laughs> a big vocal dog's running at me like he's going to eat my leg off. And you know what? I have to at least pretend something right now, or else he might eat my leg off. You know, usually they're just, they're just spouting off something. But you know what? It's so much fun to put on a voice. When that dog runs up to you, you just yell at the top of your lungs. Yeah! 
And it's funny how a dog like that that thought they were going to have a meal with your leg goes yap, yap, yapping off. Because what? You had that capability all along, but it wasn't until it was voiced that anything happened, right? So many of the storms that we're up against, it's good to be in the safe place. It's good to be in the secret place. But sometimes you're going to have to do something about that storm. And you're going to have to know the authority you have. But it's not going to be just enough to know it. You're going to have to activate it. And that's what faith is. It's the activation of something that's already there. Amen? It requires information. It requires conviction and belief. But then it requires a voice, doesn't it? Amen? God's, you know, a lot of people think God's just going to do what he's going to do when he wants to do it. And, you know, even our life, we can decide how long we're going to live. The Bible says with long life, I will satisfy thee. Amen? And so I'm not going to let myself get on the devil's side and say, well, if, if the big man upstairs just wants to take me today, I guess he's going to. Well... He already told me what his will is, so I'm going to go with what he's told me. Amen? Is that all right? All right. <laughs> so I want to look today at, at faith act, at activated authority. So we're going to look at, and Pastor Kim, man, she was, she was hitting this today. We, we have, we're so blessed in this connection that we have uh, with Mark Hankins Ministries. I just want to let you know. Um, you all are fixing to get really blessed just because we're connected with with them, you all. Um, you know, our investment into what they're doing, I'm telling you what, we cannot help but be blessed as a result of it. Um, but there's, there's some really strong spiritual impartations that uh, if, if anybody has had a spirit of faith that we can look and say, wow, that was something. We have that very same spirit. We have that. Amen. And we just have to turn to the dog and use it. Amen. All right. Are you good today? Are you excited today? All right. So there's a need to find faith that will weather. And it's going to be not just in words. You know, it's, it's not just a formula. It's not just say the right thing. It has to come from a heart that believes this stuff. Amen? So, I think, we, I think this was one of the first uh, examples we gave, one of these first stories that we gave when we started talking about this. But this is a wonderful um, demonstration of weathering a storm that Jesus gives. So, remember, they're, they're going across the lake, and a big, a big storm comes up. And the disciples, they're freaking out. The storm is going to kill us. So not only are they wondering if the storm is going to kill us, but they're throwing their faith behind what they believe. They're saying, the storm is going to kill us. The storm is going to kill us. We're going down. We're going down. Man, is that what you need to be saying when you're, even if you are going down? <laughs> so... Jesus is having a, you wonder what Jesus dreamed, you know, miracles or something. You know, it's like, what was Jesus? He was dreaming something. And, and you know, I, I, 
I don't know if it's just being a guy or, or, or what, but, and, and, and I'll just ask you guys, when are you the most irritable? Is it maybe like when you're, you just get into deep sleep and you start hearing your kids fighting or something, you know, does that ever happen? I mean, my wife will, and my son will attest to the fact that that's when I have the least amount of control. So I'm trying to identify with Jesus just a little bit here. Because <laughs> he, he's woken up by doubt and belief. He was having a wonderful dream. The storm put him to sleep. He's not afraid of the storm. And now his kids are fighting and telling him a bunch of doubt and belief that he knows is not true. <laughs> right? Can you believe what they said? Master, master, we're going down. You don't say that to Jesus. <laughs> right? <laughs> he said, what, what's the scripture and verse for that? <laughs> it's like, we're going down. <laughs> How many times do we do that, though, right? <laughs> we, we look at a situation and we say, we're going down. We're going down. And this is where I want us to be challenged today is that's a storm. Whatever we're going through is a storm. And we have authority over that storm. It's not just something where we're saying, if God wants to, he, no, he said, I'm putting it in your court. You have the authority. And so, <laughs> he wakes up, and I would imagine he's just a little bit irritated, and he says, where is your faith? And, you know, they start looking around in their pockets. <laughs> it's like, where, where, where is my, what are you talking about, where is my... Well, it's very important to understand that faith can be seen. Faith can be heard. Faith is an action. Amen? So, if something's going on and Jesus says, where is, my, is, is your faith? He's obviously saying, I'm not seeing any evidence that there's faith. Don't tell me you have belief in God if there's no action because there is no faith where there is no visibility of it, audibility of it, right? So with, with Jesus, what I wanted to see in this is he says, where is your faith? Not do you have any faith. He just says, where is it? So <laughs> it's kind of like that guy asking the girl, you know, if there's a chance that he, she can, he can have her as his girlfriend, she says, that, well, there's one in a million, and he gets excited about the million, you know, it's like, <laughs> well, there's something to be encouraged about in this, even though he's saying, where is your faith? You know what? He's implying that we have faith. We can be encouraged in that. Well, okay, help me to find it then, right? Where was his faith? Where was Jesus' faith at this time? It was in his words, wasn't it? What did he do? He got up and he talked to the wind. Now today some people might think that you need a little bit of Supplements to help you with this if you're talking to inanimate objects. 
or inanimate objects that you can't can't even see, like the wind, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what Jesus saw was something that he had authority over. He had authority over its roots. Amen. And so what he did is he got up and he exposed his faith by his words. Amen? And then turned to his disciples and said, so I just showed you how where faith is, now where is yours? Amen? You wonder how many times they made it, might have kicked themselves over that later on, right? Oh, how could I do that? Especially when they started raising people from the dead. Did you know that Jesus was not doing what, what was interesting? A lot of times when we look at this, we want to look at him as just the son of God. He let go of everything. He let go of his power that was his as, a, as, a, as the son of God. And he started operating in everything that his disciples had access to at that time. Can you imagine if they were doing that then, what we can do now? Jesus said, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you'll receive power to be my witnesses. What is a witness of Jesus? That's somebody that's demonstrating that they've been with him. And they, you cannot be with, with Jesus without him asking you where your faith is. And you saying, huh, I guess I'm going to have to find it. Amen. I'm telling you what, this is gooder than your... <laughs> this, this is really good. Amen? <laughs> this is real. <laughs> this is how you make God happy. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Amen? Okay. Faith is also found in another place that, you know, we can go through and, and, and get a bunch of this, but I just want to draw some of this out about faith, okay? It's also evidenced in a persistence. Now, there's, there's a prayer that we can pray sometimes that is just, I, I speak, it's like Jesus when you rebuke the storm. I mean, that was authority that was given. But there's, an also, there's also some faith that is, is displayed and you can find it. When somebody is going up against the storm, and I think we can identify this with, with this right now, with regard to our nation and with regard to some things that are going on right now, because there's a need for there to be persistence. Why? It's because I know who I'm praying to, and, and I know that the power is there, and I keep drawing on it, and I keep drawing on it. I keep drawing on it. Amen? What is that evidence of? Is that insanity? You know, <laughs> you, know, you know that definition of insanity that keep doing the same thing with, an, with expecting a different result? I thought, sometimes I said, that's faith. Because <laughs> sometimes you don't get the same result all the time. But if you know the one you're praying to, you know that there's going to be. Amen. And so if, you're, if you believe that, then you're not going to give up. You're going to hold fast to your confession. Amen? Without wavering. 
Because Jesus gave this as an example. He said there was a judge, an unrighteous judge, a, a judge that didn't even believe in God. That a woman was, a widow was being mistreated. And she went to the judge and she said, I have to have relief. I have to, oh, and he would not even listen to her, but she would not give up. She would not let him relax in the least. She needed justice. And she kept going to the source. Even though he wasn't righteous. And Jesus said, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? This kind of goes to what I'm talking about, e even with, um, you know, our worship night. This is something where, you, you know those, those, those examples Jesus get, said, in the last days there's going to be the people that come and, and they said, uh, uh, we said, Lord, Lord, we even did works in your name. But what did Jesus say? He said, depart from me. I don't even know you. Why? Because they, they didn't have any real direct communication with Jesus. Prayer is not about us. It's, a, it's about seeking Him, seeking His face. Amen? I guess this kind of came to mind because you know what? This judge knew this lady. Why? Because she kept talking to Him. She kept coming to Him. Amen? And I believe that's what Jesus is referring to. He's saying, how much are you going to be consistently expecting? You know what? Man, I, I, encourage, I encourage us in this. <laughs> There's this wonderful thing about being filled with the Spirit is that it allows us to free stuff that's on the inside. Do you all ever have stuff on the inside? It's like... Something's not right. Something's just not right. <laughs> Man, our world is, we're surrounded with something's not right. And usually what we end up doing is talking to somebody else about what isn't right. Magnifying what isn't right. Amen? And there's an opportunity for us like never before to... To activate a spirit of faith in our mouths. The word is near us. It's right in our mouth. It's a spirit of faith. Amen? And to release that and release it towards God. To seek the face of God. When we're seeking the face of God, why are we seeking it? Just because it looks good? I think a lot of times we're seeking the face of God because of what needs to come out of us. And we say, God, we're calling on the Lord. Amen? What happens every time we call on the Lord? He's finding faith. Amen? <laughs> he's finding faith because we're not, we're not sitting back just letting things happen. No, we know our God. We know Him so much that we're going to talk to Him. Amen. <laughs> We're going to go to him and, and, and open up our hearts before him. Amen. Now, 
I know we're talking about weathering a storm. Well, this is key to weathering a storm because if you don't know your God in your spirit, why was Jesus able to sleep through the storm and speak to the demon that nobody else could cast out? It's because he had been in the presence of his father. He had been seeking the face of his father. So much so that everything else looks small. Amen? Are you with me this morning? Faith is effective in a storm, but it must be taken. Okay? Now, I, I just want to go through this passage. We're familiar with this. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to point out a few things that are necessary for faith even as we go through this. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to weather the storm. Withstand in the evil day. Withstand when there's something coming against you that you can't overcome. A mountain of adversity that you can't overcome. Did you know that God wants to work in every area of adversity in our life? I started to say a little earlier, some of these people that, that were given testimonies, they would, they would be obedient to do something with regard to God, and then something would change in their life. And they said, well, that was just kind of a quirk. But they said, the flukes just kept happening, though. Because when you begin to walk in faith, when you get, begin to live by faith, God's continually working on your behalf. Amen? This isn't just happenstance. It's just not luck. God is going to work on our behalf. Amen? <laughs> so, we need to be able to stand. How do you know when somebody's won in a boxing match? They're the ones standing, right, at the end. And, you know, they didn't just stand there because uh, they ran away from the other guy a whole bunch. That is a strategy for some people, right? <laughs> You stand because of your preparation before the fight. Amen? And you stand because you, you decided to press through some things instead of, instead of just sitting back and, and playing with the remote. You decided, no, I'm going to spend some time with God. <laughs> right? You said, I'm going to be, be on my treadmill. I'm going I'm to be, be working out instead. And then you're able to stand. Amen? So in this case, there's a need to put on armor, and, and it's, it, it, let's, let's just look at this. I think it's, it'll be interesting. Stand there, for af after you've done all, you can have confidence. If, if you haven't been doing this and the storm comes up, you know why people are afraid so much in our world today? They're not even ready to die. You know what? I, I'm just not afraid to die. And you can say, sure, you're saying that wrong. You're standing up there all healthy and all that. <laughs> but I, you're going to be led by fear if you're afraid to die. Jesus came to take the sting of death. And you know what? If he was raised from the grave, so are we going to be. Amen? So th they don't have anything on us with that. Amen? All right. Take up the whole armor of God Having done all, so, so you have confidence, you've done what you need to do. You've been in the presence of God. You know what God says about your situation. Now, you can stand. Amen? Stand, therefore, having, having, 
This is in the past, isn't it? Not getting ready to. It's not the good old Texas word, fixing. This, this isn't the time to be fixing. This is the time to have been fixed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. What is that? This is the necessity of getting the information that we've talked about already. Find it going into the presence of, the, uh, of God, into His dwelling place. Looking at all those mirrors of who you really are. And it's the truth. Amen? And now you can handle the truth. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. What is that? That's no longer I live that, that lives, but it's Christ that li- that's living in me. Now I can no longer be held by that lie that I'm unworthy. I am righteous, and now I have full confidence towards God. Amen? Having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, now I know where I'm going. Amen? And my feet are stable. They're secure. My foundation is the word of God. And now above all, I take the shield of faith. With which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. This sounds like a weathering element of my armor, does it not? I'm going to be able to make it through these attacks that are coming against me. Why? Not just with truth, not just with righteousness, but activated truth. Activated understanding. That's what faith is. Amen? And what this shows is that it becomes a barrier that the enemy can't get through when you're activating who you are. When you're activating truth. Amen? And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's where our minds are kept safe in a secure place. Amen? Renewed by the Word of God. We're not walking around in a fog, listening to other voices and whatnot. Amen? But we have. You know, I was thinking about, don't you like this this promise that we have the mind of Christ? You know, I've had difficulty with that in the past. I thought, man, if this is Christ's mind, <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for him. <laughs> but what it is, is we have access to the wisdom that is in the mind of Christ. Amen? Everything that de- is there has been made available to us in Christ. Amen? And now we don't have to be schizophrenic. We don't have to, you know, we don't have to be unstable in our minds but we can be secure we can know what do we do with that though needs to be activated it's not enough to just be asleep in the boat you got to get up and rebuke the storm amen so how do we take this we got to know the truth are you good this morning are you awake all right 
We have authority to go in power over every storm. Let's look at this. He said to them, go into, the, into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. What is the purpose for our power? It's to go. <laughs> One of the people we saw down in, in, uh, in Alexandria, my sister came up to me and she, and she introduced me to this this very slightly built, kind of unassuming gentleman. And he's been in China for how long has he been there? Uh, several years. Uh, in, this, in the south part of China, kind of remote part. But he went there and studied Chinese for six years. And he, he, uh, so I was asking him some questions about it and everything and and uh, um, I was just showing me the, there's, every, every word is a picture, like a unique picture. And one sound can have several different pictures. And I guess it's based upon context or how you, in, you know, fluctuate your voice or something like that. I mean, one of those words, he was scrolling, he was showing me how he texts, you know. And, and, and he'll start a word and, and then it'll give him all these options. And he has to go through it. I'm thinking, so you went to China to study Chinese for six years to minister the gospel. Something he told me was that um, uh, they just got a guy that was into, you wouldn't think China would be this way as much, but child, uh, um, child abuse and trafficking. Um, they got a guy saved that was into that, and now they've they've started a whole ministry of, of restoring people in that, in that world, in China. Um. Yeah, it, it kind of makes you think. Oh man, I need to go. I need, you know, but we're supposed to go to, Judea, Jerusalem. We wherever we're going, we're going, but we need to be going, and the purpose, of our power. Is for going. Amen? So, part of our identity and our, our understanding, if we're going to stand up and rebuke a storm, why was he, Jesus able to do that? Is because he knew he had a destiny. He wasn't going to go down in this storm. He's going to the cross. He's got a purpose for his life. When you know that you have a purpose, that Jesus has told you to go, and he's given you the power, now you stand up in front of the storm that's in your way, and you say, storm, you cannot hold me back. I've been told to go. Amen. Is this good? He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. What do we do? We're just being obedient, aren't we? It's not about personality. You know, this, this particular individual, my first impression was, huh. You know how it can be sometimes? You can say, huh. But there has to be a transformation, even of your own image back in your mirror, to where you, you're not looking at yourself and saying, huh. But you're looking at yourself and you're seeing somebody that Jesus died and gave his life for so that you could be empowered to go and to no longer be afraid of dogs yapping at you. 
And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. Who's doing this? Barney Fife, when he finally figures out. Amen. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands, not on purpose. And they will drink deadly poison, not on purpose. And it will not hurt them at all. What is that? That sounds to me like some, some storms, doesn't it? Things that are coming your way. And those storms aren't going to overcome you. So now when they do come, you say, no, I know that because I believe, I have power over that now. So what comes out of my mouth? A prayer to God about that? No, a direct statement to that based upon faith in what God has already said about me. Amen? It's not time to be talking to God. That happened before. When you got in His face. Amen? Now, time is, it's time to talk to the mountain. It's time to talk to the storm. How are you going to get through that storm? Well, you can talk to it. Amen? They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Why do we lay hands on sick people? Because we've been told that when we do, they'll get well. Amen? They'll recover. We don't have to work up something. We just obey. And then, it, and then if we're care- not careful, we'll say, now that was a fluke. But we're going to find out that no, it's not flukes. It's the power of God. Amen? In Christ, we have power over everything. Ephesians 1, 18 through 21. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength. Listen to this part. Okay, this is really cool. He exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority. This is talking about Jesus, isn't it? Aren't you glad this happened to Jesus? All right. Just stay really glad about Jesus just for a little while. Power and dominion and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Amen? Yay, Jesus. He's far above all principalities and powers. Amen? Can we say yay, Jesus? All right, now say yay, me. (laughs) And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So now... If there's any produce stand still on the side of the road, it's only because we don't know who we are. Did you get the correlation there? Do I need to explain it? Okay. (laughs) Amen? This is good information, isn't it? Hallelujah. This is who we have in our relationship with God. And we have power over the storm. But we have to be taking faith. We have to take up the shield of faith. How do we do that? We get full of knowing of who we are. So much so that when the storm comes up, we're not looking around for help. That storm is in trouble because we know who we are. Amen? 
We know the power that we have. Oh, man, this is good stuff. Aren't you glad for good stuff from the Word of God? Must release power through words. Mark eleven twenty three. I truly, I tell you, if, any, if anyone, <laughs> you don't have to be big and, and burly. You can just, you don't even have to, well, you have much. If anyone says to this mountain, who is that anyone, though? Somebody that's taken up the shield of faith. Somebody that's re- that knows who they are. And now you can find their faith in their words. Go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Now what mountain are we talking about? You know, I didn't even see Jesus doing this. Moses, he didn't do this. Some pretty amazing things. But what mountains are there? I believe that could actually happen. It could be a big mountain. But we have all kinds of mountains, don't we? Amen? That are real things that, you know, you don't need to go get rid of Pike's Peak. I mean, why do you need to do that? You know, it's not really a problem for you, is it? You know, but you got a problem in your life that needs some talking to. Amen? And how do you do that? You take up the shield of faith. So that the only thing standing at the end of this conflict is you. The mountain has been flattened. Amen? Ah, this is so good. All right. So faith is seen. There's going to be actions. Matthew 9, 2. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. This is a very precious passage. It's very similar to the one where they lured the guy through the the hole in the roof. Remember? What did Jesus see? He saw activity, didn't he? Where there is belief, there's going to be something that demonstrates that somebody actually believes. Amen? There has to be action. Faith is seen. You know, I, I I was thinking about this. It all as 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 much as um, we don't earn anything before God, everything about faith can either be seen, heard, felt, smelt, or tasted. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Remember the the lady touched the hem of his garment. She felt the virtue. Amen? You can see it. Jesus saw. He saw their faith, didn't he? Saw their faith. You hear it when you speak. Amen? All of our senses are going to be evidence of faith. Amen? So, if if there's a chance... Of us utilizing faith against the storm, there's going to have to be some action that we begin to take. Amen? You know, and I, and I thought about this, too. I, I, I was thinking that I had this in my notes, and I might have dropped it because I am attempting to uh, shorten things a little bit. But I was thinking about the passage out of, um, oh, where is it, uh, Zerubbabel. It's not, it's not by might. It's not by power. 
but it's by the Spirit. Amen? What is that? That's a, that's a spirit of faith. It's a spirit of faith. And um, it says the mountain will be made a plain before who? Before who did the mountain become a plain? It became that before Zerubbabel, didn't it? God's wanting to do amazing things that only God can do. And we are going to be the ones that are seen doing it. Amen? What's interesting about that, it says, and then what is built as a result of that, it's going to give glory to God. It's going to, they're going to shout grace, grace to the completion of His work. Amen? That this was only by God's power that this was done. But the effect was accomplished because of Zerubbabel's faith. It wasn't by might, wasn't by strength, wasn't by human ability. It's by the power of God. How does this become practical for us? Amen? Now, we've talked about this. Finding out who you are. Finding out what the promises of God are. We have some promises right now about the power that we have, don't we? You know, some things don't, don't begin to change until you change them on purpose. You know, I'm, I'm teaching uh, Braden the piano. You know, and sometimes when you're teaching something like that, um, I, I can get really frustrated at him, and he can get really frustrated at me. <laughs> because his little hands don't know how to play the piano yet. But the ability's in there to play them. You just have to start teaching them what to do incrementally. It, it, it's, it was, it was kind of, I kind of felt bad for him because we've been going through this book and, and he's learning, he's learning. But there was a little boy down there that, um, you know, had learned something um, and his technique is wrong, you know, and some things like that, you know. But, but he, he was playing a couple little pieces from some video game or something, you know, the the theme song from something like that. And Braden said, he said to me, he said, we haven't learned too much yet, have we? Because he's impressed by what his little friend had learned. And I, I, I didn't comment too much because yeah, I kind of felt bad too. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but we don't need to feel bad by where somebody else is. We just need to say, okay, today I'm going to grow in this. Amen. That mountain might not, you know, jump over into the lake right today, but you just wait because I'm growing in this. Amen? But it has to happen every day. It becomes that thing where, where and this isn't a formula. This is a relationship. Amen? This is where we find out something from the Word of God. And, and I, man, I don't know about you, but I, I, I like doing this. I like saying, God, I'm, I can't do this without you. And he likes that. He says, you're right. <laughs> but wait and see what you can do when you just come to me with that request. Amen? <laughs> I will quit. In the presence of God, he'll quicken belief inside of you that will just completely disable your enemies. Amen? And they'll run as if in terror from you. You'll resist the devil and he will flee. But that has to be faith, doesn't it? 
You have to know who you are, and you have to activate it. It has to be activated. Amen? Is this good this morning? You blessed? Let's be changed. Let's be transformed. Amen?